Hey everyone, welcome GC365. We are here on November 4th, coming at you. This is my friend, who are you? Michael. Michael, that's it, he doesn't have a last name, it's Ask. just Michael. It's kind of like, you know, Brittany or Madonna or whatever <laughs> it is, that's that's how he rolls. But yeah. this is my friend Michael Asp. Uh, he goes to our campus at Gold Creek Lake Stevens and I'm the campus pastor there, which is how we met. And I asked him if he would come in and share some of his insights on what we are reading about today in GC365, because today's weird. Right? Yeah, it was weird. Today was today was a little bit weird because Ezekiel is basically prophesying and he's seeing a vision, but he sees some weird stuff. Yeah. Remember some of the weird stuff he saw? Uh well the biggest thing was the the heavenly beings that uh -huh. came out and that was I mean, that was crazy, just from head to toe, right? I mean, they had the four faces, it had yeah. the Four different, I think it was four wings. Four wings, yeah. Um, and a whole bunch of other things. Um, and they then were, it had they were the covered in eyes. So I mean, it's 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 like one of those weird things. And look, they're even calling him right now. It's weird. <laughs> and it's just one of those like we're in our, you know, we just passed October, we just passed Halloween, right? And it's supposed yeah, it to be like that spooky yeah, month. Was. And and you're going, oh man, this is this 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 could have been a good October reading because that here was. are these beings that are worshiping, but all of a sudden they look. If I were to draw them. Faces, four faces, wings covered in eyes. They look like different animals. It's kind of yeah. I forgot to mention the wheels and all the eyes that were on there, and then the the barrel, which was I actually looked that up. It was interesting. The barrel. Yeah, it's a it's a type of stone that, depending on how it is, is um, it's very common. But if it, in its purest form, it's actually colorless, but it changes color based on the impurities. So they're like mood rings. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know cherubims yeah. are like mood rings. That's even more <laughs> exciting now. Now I like them even more because I used to have those in the 90s. Who didn't, right? You just had a mood ring and you would just flash that mood ring. And you see these these creatures and, and you know, we're not, we're not sure if this is an allegory or if this is an actual. We'll find that one day, I guess, when we breathe our last. But what I liked about it is Ezekiel, he, he's basically warning us through these winged creatures. Because it says, and I'm going to read the scripture specifically, so, I, so I'm not paraphrasing. It says, Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, and he told me to say, This is what the Lord says to the people of Israel. I know what you are saying, for I know every thought that comes into your minds. So God knows every thought, which I already knew this, but this kind of verse just reminds me, right? Like, there's nothing we can hide from that guy. Like, he just, he knows. And sometimes we think we're being, you know, slick, and we, we hide things, or we tell the false truth, and... And God's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I saw what you did there. I saw what you did there. Oh yeah, he always sees. He does. And you're, you're, you have four kids. I have four kids. We both have a lot of children. For some exactly. reason, we yeah. decided to do that to ourselves. <laughs> and you know, you, you've dealt with your share of everything that comes with that, right? And one of the things that I wanted to kind of ask you, because it popped into my head, God knows our thoughts, mm -hmm. even though, even though we lie about it and we do other things, He sees what we're doing. Can you think of an example, like as a parent, and I'm sure some of the parents are going to relate to this, where your kid might do something and you saw them do it and they're still like, what? I didn't do it. Yeah, I actually got a really good example. So my oldest, uh, this was probably three to five years ago, um, and my wife found him with a bowl of sugar under his bed. And it was, it wasn't like candy or anything mm -hmm. like that. It was pure it was sugar. A bowl of sugar. It was a, it was literally a bowl of sugar. That's awesome. And it was like a mix. It had like the regular and the brown and everything else that, because he wanted to experiment, right? At least he was diversive. Right. And so he, <laughs> he found it or my wife found it. And so she talked with him about it mm -hmm. and what it does to your body and mm -hmm. all this other stuff. Right. Um, and so she took it away after that, after mm -hmm. talking with him and she put it in our, in our school room cause mm -hmm. we're homeschooled and 
so she did, she put it in there and then, you know, not even five minutes later, he was back at the bowl, licking it out. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was, you know, and, and mom walked in as he was trying to do this and, you know, she caught him in the act and he denied it. <laughs> it's always great when you've got sugar all over your mouth. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know how it got there. It's mom. totally covered. It yeah. just, ah, I was just walking and then bam, sugar all over my face. Yeah. Which, and, yeah, that's great. And yeah, he denied it. Um, but He's he's learned to do that better now. Um, to deny things better? No, 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 not to deny oh. things. To control it better. <laughs> <Okay>. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's he's matured in that way. Oh, good, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, now he'll he'll ask if he can have a couple pieces of candy or something oh, like okay. that, and he's got a lot better self control over things like that. That's matured good. in that way. That's good. Your son is no longer a sugar bowl licker, so that's good news <laughs> right. that you know yeah. of, right? Because uh, he could have gotten better at that too. We just don't maybe know. I don't he's know. Got, he went to Tupperware now because you know you put the lid and hide it better. So <laughs> who knows? Now we got your paranoia going probably <laughs> maybe it's fun stuff but oh, we yeah. all have little examples of stuff like this and i have that with my kids as well too but one of the things too that that i thought just transitioned really well into was hebrews our reading today in our new testament is in hebrews and the first thing that 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 is written we don't know the actual author if it's you know paul or anyone else but supposedly it's paul the first thing he says is so let's stop going over basic teachings about christ again and again so he's essentially getting frustrated that he's repeating Man. himself over and over again. Again, parenting, right? One-on-one. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why not? Because you'll die. Okay. Don't do that. You know, and you just keep over and over yep. again. And, and then it says, uh, let us instead uh, go on and become mature in our understanding. And then it's a much longer verse that goes on about understanding who God is. And I thought that was really appropriate considering you and I as fathers hope that our kids grow out of their bad habits. Oh, yes. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, there's habits that they do as little kids, whether it's, you know, baby talk or bowl liquors, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. We have our, our things that we're like, oh, man, I can't wait till we grow out of that stage. And if they weren't or if they didn't, we'd be frustrated. Right. I mean, let's let's, for example, let's make a bed wedding. You know, that's let's say they're 38 and they're still wetting their bed. That that would frustrate us. Yeah, you know? be I mean, frustrating. That's probably a bad example. But, you know, there's different things that kids can do that we're hopeful will grow out of it. Same with us. Right. Even as oh, us, yes. as as men. We want to continue to be growing and striving, and there's certain habits that, when we are single, just don't fly. When we're when we're married, it just it just doesn't. You can't just leave the house whenever you want. And your wife's like, "Wait, where did where did you go? <laughs> oh, I went out." And that's all you say. You just can't do that because then you're freaking out your family. So there's things that we should naturally start to progress with, and that's why I like this verse that we need to get out of our childish habits and at some point start moving forward. Have you thought about that idea of spiritual growth and the impact that that might have on, on you personally or your family? Oh yeah, I think about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. That's why I asked you that question, <laughs> right? No, um, no. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've learned. I mean, one thing that I've grown, grown in spiritually through, um, I've been doing this for a while, is, is going through the Gold Creek and just reading the Bible. Mm. Um, before I came out here, before we moved out here, I'd never read through the whole Bible, mm. and so that's one thing that I've tried to, tried to do. Um, grow my spiritual, grow spiritually. And, and also with my family, we were part of, um, and a program where my kids, um, help to help by learning verses themselves, oh, which Awana. I never did. Yeah. You did Awana. Doing Awana. Yeah. Yep. My kids did that too. And then, um, just growing that way through, yeah. through knowing and understanding and then kind of gotcha. continuing on that. Exactly. And the, the point of that is, is you, you're pursuing God. And that's where I want to end with today. I believe that spiritual growth happens when we pursue God. I hear all the time as a pastor, oh, I want to get closer to God. I want to get closer to God. Well, if you want to get closer to God, 
then you need to increase your spiritual maturity. In order to increase your spiritual maturity, you got to spiritually grow. And in order to grow, you got to take those steps, reading the Bible, putting yourself in positions to, to, to interact with other believers, to, to serve, to, to love your community. Those are all things that will spiritually grow you. So my encouragement to you today is let's figure out how to invest into each other. Let's figure out how to invest into ourselves spiritually so that we can grow closer to God. Because in the end, that was part of the two greatest commandments, right? Love God, love each other. That's the first thing. We got to love God. So my encouragement to you today is find ways, just claw, fight, grow, get closer to God. And we'll see you guys next time.